At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2 and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. This is the Nightcap on VSEN, the sports betting network. Yes, it is the Nightcap, and yes, he's Wes Reynolds. I'm Holden Kushner, host of the Denver City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers. All I do is talk about betting. Denver teams, Colorado teams. We'll have Colorado football to bet this year. We'll probably uh, have a lot of plus 28 lines, right? <laughs> plus 35 and a half to bet on this year. You get a chance to check out the podcast. Denver City Cast presented by Bet Rivers. I talk about all the big, the, the big events too. So uh, we got everything going on. We'll probably run down every single, every single um, NFL game this season too. I'll have some stuff on that. But Wes... Let's talk a little baseball. We got, again, a couple games coming down to the end. It is 4-2 Houston over the Mariners. Runner on first, two down in the bottom, or actually the top of the ninth in Houston. So an out away are the Astros from doing it again, taking four straight from the Mariners here since the break. Yeah, the uh, Mariners, look, they thought, okay, maybe they're within striking distance, and they kind of got smacked around up in Seattle over the weekend getting swept. Uh, Cal Raleigh trying to go ahead and – get a runner on here against Ryan Presley. Now down to the final strike here in the ninth Astros up four two. Yeah. And then we got Shohei Otani again. The K prop tonight was eight and a half. He's coming off another 11 strikeout game. They're in the top of the fifth inning right now. One, nothing Texas on top and Otani son. He just keeps doing it, man. He just doesn't stop. He's such a great pitcher. They keep, Oh, he's gotta be a hitter. Well, why mm-hmm. at this point, why does he have to just be a hitter. He is a great pitcher. 
He's got eight Ks so far tonight through four and two thirds. Yeah, no question about it here. Uh, trying to get out of a little bit of a jam just as a runner on here. One nothing, by the way, Texas. Nathaniel Lowe did touch him up for a solo shot in the fourth inning. But Otani, that's kind of where there was a little bit of interest is like, okay, if he doesn't win the MVP against Aaron Judge, do you reward him for maybe the Cy Young? And he was, I think, like a couple no. three weeks ago, he's like ten or eleven to one. Then all of a sudden, he drifted down to about seven to one. So I think it's going to be tough to eclipse McClanahan or Verlander. Otani, though, now is the third choice in that market. I mean, just give him like a Babe Ruth Award, maybe mm-hmm. best pitcher, mm-hmm. best pitcher hitter uh, at this point, because it's just going to be such. It's so interesting. He's redefining the most valuable player again. That's what it is. Yeah. He's, he's redefining it. Yeah, absolutely. He's a, you know, generational talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, what might be a generational team, we will know. Time will tell. But the Houston Astros mm-hmm. get another win. Ryan Presley knocks it down 4-2 to two final score at Minute Maid Park. Eh. Big L for me on that one. I like that plus, uh, that plus 120 price tonight. And it was, it was locked up. But the bullpens, two really good bullpens. Mm-hmm. And tonight it was the Mariners' bullpen that blinks. Yeah, so. a- absolutely. So, uh Good start for the Astros, taking the first of the series. Uh, Seattle Mariners, though, right in the thick of the wild card, but they got to take their fair share. You don't got to win every game, but you got to take your fair share against the Astros to really kind of see where you really are as a ball club right now. I mean, I just look at the top teams in the league. So the Dodgers took the best record in the Major League Baseball over. It was yesterday, I think they did that. The Astros are unstoppable at home. The Yankees, who have been playing 500 baseball over the last five weeks or so, well, they're game over 500. If <laughs> they were playing mm-hmm. 500 baseball after Judge did what he did, uh, let's not talk about what could happen in the playoffs. Who's the best team in Major League Baseball right now? Just the best team. It probably is the or the Dodgers based yeah. on how they're playing right now. Uh, absolutely pulling away from the San Diego Padres, and this is a good Padres team. This is a team that doesn't look like it's going to necessarily fade like it did last year when the bullpen got mm-hmm. burned out by Jay Stingler. And that's why Jay Stingler's no longer manager there in San Diego, and it is Bob Melvin. So I just think having Melvin there has upgraded this team. And the fact that the starting rotation has been very good. Now, they're rumored with the Juan Soto deal. I know Buster Olney was out there reporting that the Padres look like the front runner. So it's like, okay, who's going to be included in, the, in that deal? It's going to be a lot of prospects, probably going to be Mackenzie Gore, you know, for sure, I think the Nationals are going to want a front-end starter because uh, trotting out Patrick Corbin out there every five days is not working out for this team, and it's not working out for anybody to take on that contract either. No, it's not. And my thoughts on a whole Juan Soto deal have changed over the last few days. Uh, again, I mean, I, I hosted the Mike Rizzo show for almost four years, and, and I feel like I got into his mindset and – I didn't really think he would rush to deal Juan Soto at this point. Mm-hmm. I think he's pissed off at the Boris camp. I don't, in my mind, there's no question that for whatever reason, Boris was the one that leaked the the contract out there and basically said, listen, if they're not going to sign him, get him out of there and, and let's go get him on a winner because Soto is not playing well. He had a three strikeout game the other night. Mm-hmm. He was, took a lazy route on a fly ball that just dropped in front of him. It's not a good scene right now. And all of a sudden, I'm starting to feel a shift. There's been a lot of talk from Rizzo out of his mouth saying, we got to get as much as we can for this guy as soon as we can to start this rebuild. So I'm thinking he's gone. I was talking about these odds earlier today. And yeah, it is the Padres, right? They have the most likely package that you could send out there. They've got all these guys. What is it? Five prospects in the top 100. 
I'm a big fan of Jake Cronenworth. If they can go out and mm-hmm. get themselves a future second baseman, all-star second baseman for a long time, Mackenzie Gore is obviously injured right now, but I feel like the Padres are the team that does have the most, then the Dodgers. I mean, the Dodgers have seven top 100s. They got young players all over the place. They got star prospects that would be up on any other team that are sitting there in the minors right now. Dustin May is recovering from an injury. Gavin Lux has not really stood out as the superstar they said he would be, but Dodgers, Padres, Cardinals, Guardians, mystery team. Because there's always a mystery yeah. team with Scott Boris. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, the Nationals, uh, people are saying wide rush to trade. They're trying to position and sell off all these assets for the potential sale. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Lerner family is going to sell the team. They're, they don't have uh, a shortage of suitors, I think, that are putting in bids for that team. Of course, Ted Leonsis, uh, one of the bidders for the team. So, look, not only getting rid of that asset, but you're kind of stuck with some tough contracts. I mentioned the Corbin contract. Also, Steven Strasburg, you got four more years on that deal. They tried to bring him back, and uh, he is back on the DL now. Leonsis thing is interesting, too. I mean, this was the guy that made his fortune in AOL. He owns the Capitals. He owns the... Uh, Wizards mm-hmm. and Mark Lerner, the owner of the Nationals, has a share in the Wizards. Yes. So there's a lot of a lot of back and forth there with them. I keep hearing about the Cardinals. I, I think the biggest thing the Cardinals has is young major league talent. They're already up there, so the clock is ticking on their contracts. Right. You know, you wonder right. if if Rizzo is going to be looking for guys that are going to be able to come up and make an impact next year as rookies, as opposed to guys that have a full season under their belt already and the clock is still. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's something to look at as far as the guardians. I mean, they want to win, yes. but how does it, I, I, don't, I don't understand it. I don't see what they're going to be able to give. Yeah. And, and, and we've got a lot of different uh, opinions out there. Buster only obviously said the Padres are the front runner. John Heyman and Joel Sherman of the New York post said at least a half a dozen teams. And they're talking about the Cardinals. Now they're saying, Dodgers, of course. Dodgers, you would expect to be involved. Payroll, money is no object with that organization. And then uh, Texas Rangers. I was like, what? Texas Rangers. Uh, Why would they be involved in this? They're not in the race at all. I know that they want to be a player, and they were active in the free agent market in the offseason, but I certainly don't see that. stroking my beard that I don't have right now, trying to figure (laughs) out why that is. By the way, Otani, over 8.5K prop, guys and ladies. You just hit it. You went over. If you went over tonight, Otani got his ninth. The Rangers actually just put up another run, though. So they're up 2 nothing. Uh, so Nate Lowe has a home run. And then, what, Corey Seager, 3-for-3 three three tonight with an RBI. Corey Seager, pretty good dude. But, yeah, the Rangers are, are not good. Yeah. No, they're not. Uh, we are finally over in Colorado, though. Freddie Freeman, two-run double, 13 to nothing. Uh, Dodgers missed the extra point in the top of the seventh, though. But, nevertheless, we do have an over in course. Winner, winner. Chicken dinner. Wes Reynolds buying dinner with his big with his big <laughs> win tonight. And you were right. You said the Dodgers were probably going to have to get you over the, the number here because the Rockies were doing nothing. There you go. But this is baseball, right? The team with the highest on-base plus slugging against lefties at home ends up getting shut out now through, what, six innings? Yes. I mean, and nothing's ever over. If you wanted to live bet this at 19 and a half, I wouldn't blame you. That's a Coors Field thing. I'm not going to do it, and I'm not advocating that you do it. I just wouldn't yell you down. But – 13 nothing. The Dodgers are clicking. Anderson only at 83 pitches, too. Uh, going to go to the bottom of the seventh. I'm sure Dave Roberts probably going to put him back out there for at least one more inning. Hold on. Live total is only 15 and a half? Yeah, because Anderson with that 83 pitches, uh, they're thinking that he can maybe take this into the eighth. Hold on a second here. 
fifth. We need three runs, and we have three full innings. You have two. Well, you have two and a half innings. They are in the bottom of the seventh. Now they now. just went to the bottom. All right, I got two and a half innings to get myself three runs. Wes, talk to me here. Are you going to do it? Well, I, I can't. I do don't it. do a lot of live baseball oh, totals. Oh man. I mean, I'm already. It is juice to the under. It's like minus one twenty, minus one twenty five. So you could get plus yeah. money, but. Uh, I think Anderson is probably good for one more inning. Another inning. And then you do have a bad Rockies bullpen. The question is, when do the other Dodgers start coming out? Right, right. there, he pulled Trey Turner. Uh, Will Smith could come out. Mookie Betts could mm-hmm. come out. So, mm-hmm. all right, that would be a fade. That would be a pass. I am a huge live better, though. Uh, there's no question about it. I'm, I'm looking forward to getting back to Denver. Talk just, yourself off the ledge. Here. I did. I just talked myself off the ledge. It's good to talk to somebody else, too. Usually I'm talking to myself <laughs> off the ledge, and it doesn't end it's up It's okay well. to talk to yourself. That's not weird, but when you answer your own questions, maybe that gets a little weird, so I do sometimes do that. That's what I do, too. <laughs> yeah. It ends up having me more often than I'd like to admit, Wes. Uh, here we go. Hour number two is coming up here on this fine show, The Nightcap. We're going to talk a little uh, wide receivers again. Last night, we discussed a whole bunch of teams and wide receiver props because earlier in the week, Femi and I had talked about the best wide receiver rooms in the National Football League. He was a Denver guy. I'm a Cincinnati guy. But I also brought up the Chargers. And I wonder how much better that receiving room is going to look now that Justin Herbert is starting to take his game to the next level, Wes. So let's talk Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, my boy Josh Palmer. I love me some Josh Palmer to break out this season. That's going to be a high-flying offense with the San Diego slash now Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah, yeah, I had to catch myself. I said San Diego again. It happens. He's Wes. I'm Holden. It's the nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. 
but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. Welcome back to the Nightcap. Holden Kushner, Wes Reynolds hanging out with you tonight uh, from the Circus Sportsbook. A beautiful, beautiful area that we're in tonight. I, I must say, Wes, it has been nice just watching some baseball on 6,000-inch screen yeah. TVs. <laughs> <laughs> it makes the viewing experience pretty nice. We're watching a ton of baseball. We got baseball on in the studio. One, two, three, at least three games on. Then we got to look at our own mugs, too. Josh Towers, former big leaguer. Uh, I remember him with the Blue Jays. Obviously here with VEASAN as well. You catch him all the time. Um, Josh, it's Holden. It's Wes. Thanks for the time, my friend. And uh, Ben Attendee, now a Yankee. Got all the vaccination questions out of the way. Now we can go play some baseball. Talk to us here. What does Ben Attendee bring to the Yankees? By the way, nice little win tonight, right? A little Aaron Judge walk-off in the bottom of the ninth. Oh, man, I missed that. You know, I'm being a nice dad. I'm out here cleaning my son's car wipes. Uh, I missed it. What um, Was Ben and Tandy one of the dudes that didn't go to Toronto because of vaccination? Yeah. yeah. And so what happens now if uh, we got a massive series up in Toronto or playoffs? Does he does he get COVID tested? I mean, That'll does be he get fun. Sure yeah. That'll be fun. Can you, can you, can you imagine if it's more valuable being on the Yankees and getting shot. I, I'm, I'm curious to see what his quotes were, or why he didn't the first time. That's uh that's going to be a story in itself, but yeah, big trade. Um, shocked that we haven't seen more action. A lot of teams in contention and a lot of teams need certain plays. There's a lot y'all of players out there um, that can make teams better. And so I, I don't know if everybody's distracted with the Soto. And so you don't want to make too many moves. If you're in the running for him, watching Aaron Judge now, um, but it, it is it is um, still alarming that we haven't seen much more than what Tampa made on that earlier move. Benintendi's a great uh, pickup if he stays Benintendi. If he doesn't let the media affect him, if he ignores all the Boston Red Sox slash New York Yankee questions and keeps his ears out of the stands. It's massive. He's a he's an average dude. He's always been a good hitter, meaning high batting average. He's going to put the ball in play. He will not strike out the way this team strikes out, and he just gives them so many more uh, options and opportunities. He keeps bats alive, and he's going to keep innings alive for this team. So I, I think that this is uh, I think this is a fantastic pickup for them. Josh, you mentioned Juan Soto there, and we were talking about it in the previous segment. Different reporters. Uh, one reporter, Buster Olney, says Padres are in the lead. John Heyman comes out and says uh, the Dodgers, the Cardinals are calling. Uh, number one, uh, first question, do you think Juan Soto does, in fact, get dealt before the deadline? 
And where would you handicap it at this point if he does get dealt? So how, how does he not get dealt, right? At this point, you, you turn down 440, you're not signing back with them. They, um, they're holding out till late, uh, last second possible because they're trying to get the most value possible, deservedly so, for this kid. The other thing is, and we have to keep this in mind, Wes, is he, no team, in my opinion, is, is making a trade for Juan Soto and not having something in place with him and Boris as to signing an extension. I'm not giving up the house for this kid, and I don't know if I can sign him to an extension. So that's going to have to be something that's worked out with those guys before a triggered pull. So I think that's probably some of the holdup. And then, of course, uh, like I said, on Boris's end, he's just waiting as long as possible because um, they're going to get the most for this kid uh, that they could possibly get national the same way in no hurry. Uh, somebody's about to be very, very excited. But let's keep in mind, um, obviously, he'll be protecting somebody. Very important. But we saw Cunha go down, and they still won the World Series, right? We saw Bryce Harper get traded. They took part of that money and went and got a pitcher and two catchers. They filled in necessities, very important roles. And so it's not that Juan Soto going over there is really going to be any more valuable than what Benintendi is going to be. For the for the Yankees, sorry, for the Yankees, um, it's the long term aspects of what he brings and the protection of power. But Benintendi, man, trust me, for this short period of time, is, is equally, if not more important. All right, we can't ignore the dog. What kind of dog do you have, Josh? I, I need to know. I'm a uh, dog guy. Gotcha. Soft coated Wheaton Terrier and a Cavachon, and she. Uh, can you stop barking, please? She. Um, <laughs> yeah. She's a person, dude, not a dog. You got, you got fancy dogs. That's all right. I had to adopt a, a geriatric cat for my kids, and sometimes it walks into my office even though the, do the door is locked. So I understand what you're going through here. Hey, let, let's. the first thing that went through my mind tonight when Judge hit his walk-off home run was, who's getting more AAV? Is it going to be Judge for whatever contract he has, seven, eight no. years, or a guy that is like six years younger in Soto getting 12 years? Who who hits the fifty million mark first? Judge with his next contract oh, or Soto? It's Soto. Yeah, what is Judge going to be when he signs when he plays next year? Is he going to be 31? 30, 31, 31, Yeah, yeah, he's not getting what what he thinks he's going to get. I, I I'm so happy for him that he turned it down and he's putting this year together because that's a very difficult thing to do. Even though we are always better our contract year, um, but he's 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 at an age where they stop giving contracts and then they recently start giving them back. So we saw Freddie Freeman at that age get one. Um, he's not he's not getting what I feel like he thinks he's going to get because of his age. So Soto's gonna he's gonna beat the the Trout. He's gonna beat the AAV. I think Soto's money is gonna be next level. It's gonna be jaw dropping. Josh, if the Padres don't get Soto, let's say they don't get the sweepstakes here, this has been a much better team than they were last year. The bullpen is not taxed like they were at this time last year. They're not going to catch the Dodgers more than likely in the West. What do you think that they need to do, though, to ensure that they get that wild card spot? Do you think they, the, the starting pitching has been very good? Do you think they just need another bat there? Or do they move Eric Hosmer? Where do you think they go in this direction? No, Hosmer brings so much more value than what people are uh, worried about. Uh, they have, uh, in, in essence, they did make two trades, right? They have Will Myers and they have Fernando Tatis Jr. coming back. So I, I, don't, I don't think they need to make a move in as far as picking up Soto. 
And then, again, where are you going to pay them? Like, you've already paid a lot of these guys a, a massive amount of money, so that becomes a major issue as well. For me, I just want to add depth to pitching. Like, you cannot have enough pitching come stretch run, come playoff time. And so if I'm the Padres, I'm thinking about that more than anything because they do have a beautiful uh, – two beautiful acquisitions coming up in those two, in those two guys, and it's just going to make everybody happy. But, um, again, let's be honest about this. No matter what, and they've missed Tatis all year, Acuna Harper again all over, um, their manager was their difference. The coaches are important, and when we don't have a valuable coach, it shows. And I'm not saying anything negative about their coach from last year because he's probably a good guy, but he just didn't have the coaching experience that knows how to put guys in a position to succeed Etc. And and Mel does, and he's been such a phenomenal uh, asset to this team. And I know it has been talked about, and deservedly so. But I don't think it's been talked about enough. Uh, he's he he's been their difference maker. But I would add more pitching. I wouldn't worry about Soto at all. So Josh Towers, by the way, former big leaguer, host here at Veasan. The Mets made a little deal. Tyler Naquin, so they need a left-handed bat. They put him in the outfield. McNeil will go to second base, I suppose, a little bit more now. Uh, the like Mets that. with a big couple wins over the Yankees too. Talk to us here about the future of the Mets going forward here in the regular season. And by the way, DeGrom's coming back sooner than later. Can you have three, three and $400 million guys, right? So they got one. They're about to have another one in that big right-handed bat they have. And again, there, there comes your issues, but what are they going to give up? They don't have anything. Again, they depleted their farm system under the Van Wagen in banner area and they destroyed that organization and and luckily it only lasted i think two years for those guys and then the organization took back over because if that lasted three or four we're not talking about the mets for a decade right so this new regime has done a fantastic job not only did they deplete it and give their top prospect up for hobby bias as a rental learn my lesson there um they they messed the draft up when they didn't sign the pitcher out of Vandy, and then they didn't sign the kid out of Silverado High School around the corner from you guys, who they scouted more than anybody in the country who's now at Texas A&M and is the top four hardest thrower in all of baseball who they wanted, right? They screwed everything up, and luckily, luckily they didn't let it extend. They just gutted the system and started over. So they still don't have depth. There's people in that organization that can play baseball, but they're not talked about uh, loud enough. And so when I'm talking about getting Juan Soto, I have to have a lot to give up. And I, I promise you this, I'm telling you guys on everything, they would be willing and would give up Jacob DeGrom in a second if they, uh, if the Nationals would take him for Soto. The Nationals have to feel like they can extend Jacob as well. But Jacob would be a piece. I think Jacob um, would be the number one person where they would be like, yeah, take Jacob, we're good. I mean, we got a couple other guys coming up and there's a couple and there's one big, big man of free agency coming up and he might be old, but he also might... He also might win the Cy Young too, right? So there has to be pieces that can go and return, and I don't know if the Mets have enough unless, again, the Nationals will win because of Jacob. All right, Josh, the music's playing. Thanks for the time, buddy. Take care of yourself. Josh Towers, host with Visa, talk a little bit of MLB with us. I promise we're going to talk some NFL next. The L.A. Chargers, their wide receiver room. Let's look at some of the props. Over, under, it's the nightcap. He's Wes. I'm holding VSIN, the sports betting network. This is the nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. 
right, welcome back to the nightcap. We got the VSIN College Football Betting Guide. It is out. Make sure you subscribe to VSIN.com. Back subscribe, backslash subscribe. You can get the football betting guide with previews of 131 teams, over-under recommendations, playoff predictions, season win totals. And that's just where it starts, Wes. You guys did a bang-up job on this thing. The only way to get access for this year's football betting guide has become a VSIN all-access subscriber. Sign up for VSIN all-access today. You get every single thing we offer for the entire football season, including our upcoming pro betting guide. It is vsin.com backslash subscribe. Congratulations again. Um, just a lot. I know a lot of work went into that. Yeah, good job by the crew. Uh, Matt Humans, Adam Burke, Steve Mackinnon, John Von Tobel, Dave Tooley, Tim Murray, a cast of thousands. It takes a village to put on a college football betting guide a of this village, caliber. village, you say. And then the pro football one's coming out. Yes. Huh? So more more riding coming uh, for yours truly and the, <laughs> the rest of the crew here. Good, man. I love it. Uh, we are watching some baseball right now, you and I. Little Otani-san, bottom of the sixth inning. Rangers lead the Angels 2-0. Otani's doing, he's at the plate right now. 11 case tonight, he's done it again. Uh, he was actually moved up to five days rest, so he's pitches on six days rest, seven days rest, eight days rest. Mm -hmm. Now he's on five days rest. Did, did he move up just so he could face Spencer Howard? I don't know, but the worst, one of the worst pitchers in baseball, Spencer Howard, did a job on the Angels tonight through five innings. He shut him out. I mean, what a debacle. And you were just talking about Shohei Otani and a story well, that you saw. Well, there was a piece in the New York Post. It was John Heyman and Joel Sherman uh, that maybe for the first time the Angels would be listening on Otani. It's unclear who is called, obviously. Uh, you know, Mike Trout, uh, they they really can't trade him now he because he's got a no-trade clause and a long-term deal. He's got that back issue that may keep him out for the rest of the season. So, uh, Otani, it's slightly more likely, but it, it would be a long shot, I think, to happen. But, uh you know, when you're looking at what they would be wanting, uh, uh, two executives with interest were quoted rating it this way, very slim and almost zero. So uh, they would want something like your top four prospects. Uh, the Angels that you think might get dealt, because I think they got to be a seller at the deadline and get some kind of young prospects in return. Noah Syndergaard probably on the block. Mm -hmm. Rizal Iglesias, the closer, Ryan Tapera, Aaron Loop in the bullpen. Uh, teams are looking for bullpen help, obviously. So, uh I don't see an Otani deal, but I don't think that they would necessarily hang up the phone. That's basically what this article from Sherman and Heyman are saying. All right, so that's a big story. I'm just going to throw something at you that doesn't even fit in the segment, but I got to get it off my tongue. It's going to be on my mind. Cardinals removed the independent study time clause from Kyler Murray's contract. They came out and did a mea culpa. They said we were wrong and it was misinterpreted. That, that, that didn't go well for any of the parties involved, and I'm just thinking, and obviously – you had him in Denver. I had him in Indianapolis for most of his career. And I'm just thinking about like Peyton Manning. Yeah. Like they had to tell him to get the hell out of the facility. It's like, dude, it's one o'clock in the morning. Go home. You know, and yet this has got to be put into a contract. I'm like, can you imagine that with some of the real great ones, the the Mannings and the Bradys? And and maybe this got taken out of context. I don't know. I don't want to beat up on Murray How? too bad, but still. When that goes out there and it's like you got to put in a, a provision in the contract for independent study, it's like you're a quarterback in the National Football League. You're now the second highest paid quarterback yeah. in the NFL. So that should be just a given, man. You live in the film room when you're a quarterback in the National Football League. I mean, why did you give him that money if you need to get him in for study time? And on top, well, I, I understand why they did it, but with Kyler Murray, 
here's a guy that, to me, if he's on the injury report, I'm fading the Cardinals, man. Mm-hmm. He has to be 90 to 100% to be able to use his legs. He just doesn't run when he's on the injury report. It's fascinating. Right. And then my favorite part of this is the Cardinals coming out just saying, oh, it's misinterpreted. Mm-hmm. Really, it was misinterpreted? Mm-hmm. You wonder who leaked. You wonder who leaked that thing out, though. If it was a rival agent of another quarterback yeah. saying, "Hey, we want to get more money in this guy," it's like I've got the guy with the goods. He doesn't need an independent study clause in his contract. Uh, let's get to what I told you we were going to talk about. That would be the Chargers, the LA Chargers. We're going to talk about wide receiver rooms uh, for this week and who's the best room? Who's got a worse room? Let's go look at some props, huh? The the LA Chargers have a really good wide receiver room. I can't believe Keenan Allen's been in the league long enough. He's he's hit the 30-year-old mark, man. Mm-hmm. Uh there's Mike Williams who just got a big contract. He's coming back. Big Mike injured quite a bit but still pretty productive. We don't have anything on my breakout player of the year Joshua Palmer, uh Gerald Everett their tight end, Justin Herbert, super stud. Everybody expecting so much out of this guy, right? He's right up there in the MVP race as well. But let's talk about his receivers. We'll start with Keenan Allen, though. And Keenan Allen back for another 1,000-yard season, I suppose, right? For me, it's the catches. You know, Mm -hmm. how many catches is Keenan Allen going to end up with? But receiving yards, 1050 and a half. Receiving touchdowns, 7.5. Most receiving yards in the league, 30-1. to He's in a super offense. Yeah, yeah, he's a receptions guy. I think this is not a guy I would play on any yardage he's the underneath guy kind of the steady eddie and uh when you rate the car the chargers receiving room it's probably you know bottom of the top 10 i think in the nfl i certainly wouldn't put a top five because i think your guy palmer if he can improve though and look he's a second year guy out of tennessee he caught 33 of his 45 targets mm-hmm. as a rookie so maybe he is going to break be the breakout guy the tight end i wish was a little bit better i didn't think gerald everett uh he he blew a couple i like easy- him he you had like one he had one awful game that cost a lot of people a lot of money. Where he kicked the ball in the end kicked zone. Kicked the ball, he dropped two touchdowns, mm-hmm. he fumbled or something. I'm I'm with you on that. Listen, Wes. I I remember that game specifically losing money on it, cursing Gerald yes, Everett. Yes. But the guy the guy really is a terrific tight we'll, end. We'll, I'm a fan. We'll see if he can upgrade it. Uh, but uh, you know, he, Allen and Williams, you know what you're gonna get. It's one of the better duos in the league. They were both above the wins above replacement metric at PFF in the last two years with Justin Herbert. Everybody kind of thinks that this is gonna break be the breakout year. I like this Chargers team. I like Brandon Staley as coach. I we talked about that last night. I think that this team is gonna be better defensively they're going to be able to get after the quarterback too uh not only with Joey Bosa but also Khalil Mack so uh good luck defending those edge rushers out there in uh Los Angeles uh I still sometimes call it San Diego too but yeah I like this Chargers receiver room but the only prop I would really maybe target there is Keenan Allen if you can find over receptions because he's always the safety valve I think in that offense and the sure-handed guy that'll go over the middle and make the tough catches uh when a guy is going to hit him and, you know, knows the contact is coming and still holds on to the football. Keenan Allen reception props. And I'll say this, that you set that thing at a hundred and a half. And that's just where it's a, every year it's a hundred. You know, if he stays on the field, he's there. He's just, he's a monster, tons of targets there. So I think um, that's where I would set that again. We've talked about this at length, or I have, I'm just not betting overs here. I'm not betting overs in a sport where guys' legs seem to fall off halfway through the season. Mm-hmm. But I'm with you. Like, this is the guy. This is yeah. the number one receiver in what could be, when it's all said and done, 
the top scoring offense in the NFL. Well, and Allen, by the way, had his most ever receptions, 106 last year. Mm-hmm. And what is it was his ninth year. This is going to be his 10th year in the league. And uh, look, the average only 10.7. So this tells you how they really use that guy, that they use him on slants. They use him on uh, little quick routes, basically, to get the football out. Justin Herbert, very quick release. So he can get the ball out. They have worked on the offensive line, too. Mm -hmm. That is something they've really worked on over the last two seasons. Rashawn Slater now in his second year. Remember, they drafted him in the first round two years ago out of Northwestern. They gave uh, Corey Lindsley a lot of money to be the center to leave Green Bay. Matt Filer. So that left side, the right side, maybe some question marks with Zion Johnson and Trey Pipkins, but that left side should be absolutely uh, outstanding, I think, for the Chargers. Well, the other thing working in your favor if you're betting overs on the Chargers, that division. I mean, they're calling it an up-tempo offense Mm -hmm. in Denver now. I really do not expect the Chiefs to become a running team, okay? Right. <laughs> Tyreek Hill. And now the, the the Raiders add themselves some Devontae Adams with Waller and Renfro. If you're betting overs in a division, I mean, we could see some high-scoring games here between these four teams. Yeah, I think absolutely. These totals, I think uh, week one, I'm seeing a lot of these, N- or these AFC West teams, 52, 52 and a half, 53. We're going to start to see 55s and 55 and a halves. I think that uh, these totals are absolutely going to go up this year. Uh, and this is the wild, wild west, essentially, in the AFC West. Four very high-powered offenses and uh, four teams also uh, stacking up pass rushers because you better have good pass rushers if you want to compete in this division. If I remember correctly, week one last year was kind of like April baseball, under, 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 under. So mm-hmm. get your unders out of your system early. Right, because eventually we're going to get to the second half of the season and you're going to see Raiders against Chiefs yep. at 55 and a half or 56, something like that. All right, we got more National Football League talk to come. I don't think the defense gets mentioned enough. You know, come on. They're people too, right? Uh, (laughs) TJ Watt looking for another defensive player of the year award. We got Miles Garrett and Aaron Darnold. There are just – and I got a super-duper deep sleeper. All right, you want to do a little sprinkle here, I'll give you who that is coming up on the flip side. His name is Wes Reynolds. My name is – is Holden Kusher. Check out the Denver City Cast presented by Bet Rivers. I host that if you get a chance. If you're ever betting Colorado sports, check out. It doesn't matter what side you're on. I'm not picking the Denver teams just because I'm in Denver. I'll tell you that much. Stick around. More of the nightcap to come here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers got you covered. Bet Rivers launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There's CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philly, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts. And I don't say this just because I host the Denver CityCast. My name's Holder Kusher with Wes Reynolds. I love the menu over there at Bet Rivers. Had so many cool. Uh, props and futures that I've had a chance to talk about here on these shows here. But let's get into the defensive player of the year, though. That's that's one everybody's uh, posting right now. And I did lay down a future, Wes. It is a long, 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 long shot. It's 101. Patrick Sutan Jr., uh, a guy last year that shut down Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill. He allowed a 56% completion percentage on his coverage and 530 pass attempts, which is just astronomical. I really do believe that by the end of this season, Patrick Sertan, if he's not in the conversation, he might be the best cornerback in the National Football League, 100 to 1. That's my long shot this year. Well, Miami last year, he turnovers. They were one of the best in the league. Of course, mm-hmm. uh, the secondary, uh, I think, really the strength of the team. Of course, uh, Pat Sertan uh, coming along with these guys. So. That's what my Miami is, I think, going to have to do. That's how you can really help out your quarterback. It's not just on offense. It's also turning the team over. So, uh, you know, the secondary, I think uh, you kind of saw the strength of the team. I think the defense is probably going to be very solid. But uh, uh, they bring back Xavier and Howard back there to uh, uh, put with uh, – uh, wait a minute. Denver. It's all right, buddy. Sertan's on Denver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you're talking about his dad. Yes, that's Don't what I was thinking it. of. That's hey, what I was thinking yeah. of. Yeah, so listen, this kid is just spectacular. Shut down cornerback. That's that, though. Let's get to the favorites, my friend. Uh, Miles Garrett, TJ Watt, the defending defensive player of the year, both at 7-1. Aaron Donald, 750. 
Micah Parsons, 10 to 1. So we're looking at the board here. Nick Bosa, 15 to 1. Joey Bosa, 20 to 1. This Chase Young bounce back at 20 to 1. You want to waste your money? Go bet Von Miller at 28 to 1. He doesn't give a damn about the regular season. There's about five or six regular season games he's going to get up for here, Wes. Uh, let's talk a little defensive player of the year. And is TJ Watt primed to repeat? Very well could. If you look at interior defensive line of one, I believe six of the last 10 years, uh, mm -hmm. one of them being uh, Aaron Donald won three, JJ Watt were on three. So uh, I think when we look at these defensive player of the years, we're always tempted to take the edge rushers. Edge rushers have won the most yes. in history with 18, but they've only run won three of the last 13 years. Uh, you know, TJ Watt last year, Khalil Mack in 2016, Terrell Suggs in 2011. So that's why I think you're always tempted when you're looking at like a, a TJ Watt or you mentioned Miller uh, or Chase Young, Max Crosby, Bradley Chubb. Those are guys that I think are going to draw attention. Miles Garrett, of course, at the top of the market, seven to one. But I'd be willing to go a little bit down the board. And a guy that I think is going to have a good year this year is Darius Leonard, even though he's Ooh. going by Shaquille as well. That's his middle name that got put out in camp that he's always gone by Shaq. He's basically, he's the maniac, and that's what they call him in Indianapolis. Darius Leonard, 30-1. to 1. I think this Colts team has got to have a little bit of a chip on its shoulder just based on what happened last year, based on how they finished. And certain guys, including Darius Leonard, did not have the vaccine and uh, had to miss that game in Arizona. They had to win the final game to get in the playoffs against Jacksonville. They were two touchdown favorites. They came up lame. Carson Wentz is now sent off to Washington. In comes Matt Ryan. So, this might be one of those mission teams that I think has a little bit of an edge to him. Gus Bradley comes as the defensive coordinator in Indianapolis, so he will blitz a little bit more than I think Matt Eberflus did. They played a lot more cover slash Tampa 2 underneath, you know, bend but don't break. But they're going to send Darius Leonard on some blitzes and not have him just play coverage and just make open field tackles. So Darius Leonard at 30-1 to 1, I thought was very interesting. That's a nice little long shot right there, Wes. I like it. Then you look at the favorites like Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett is a guy, he's missed eight games over the last two years, whether it be injuries or COVID or whatever. And then you look at the Cleveland Browns. You don't have to be a great team, but this team is such a debacle offensively without Deshaun Watson. I just wonder if this team's going to be good enough, at least in a points-per-game perspective, where Miles Garrett would be able to win this award, but he is just dominating. Yeah, yeah, it's such a short number. It and is. I mean, look, short numbers can absolutely win. That doesn't mean just because it's a short number, it doesn't have value. But seven to one, uh, not for me. I think that there's some guys down the board, and and the guys that are the favorites are rightfully priced: Garrett, Watt, Donald, Micah Parsons, and then the Bosa brothers. So uh, if you're playing this, and I don't play a ton of these, uh, you know, maybe have a handful. But if you're playing, I think you want to find at least one or two down the board and then maybe go with one kind of of the top four or five chalks if you're going to do that. Well, last year was great just because the TJ Watt was getting no love for the – I remember just continually betting this like week after week as the season went on. He was second or third in the odds. You're getting plus two, 300 on him. And then by the time things came around, he's at minus money on the night that they announced the Defensive Player of the Year award. So stick stick to this. This is not something you just lay something down to the preseason. You could actually get some good odds as the season goes on, just about as any other future, but mm -hmm. you can really get an edge there. Um, so the prices are too short at a 7-1. Anybody else I can interest you in? Now, I'm probably biased. I'd bring up Bradley Chubb. You're getting plus 3,000, but 
If he stays on the field, he's one of the quickest big guys that I've ever seen. Khalil Mack, now he's going to be on the other side of Bosa with the Chargers. He gets a new lease on life, right? Um, I'm looking at Derwin James. Anybody else in this list that we can at least bring up? Uh, looking a little bit down, maybe Jair Alexander at 60 to one. He's kind of got to be the leader of that green Bay defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they never really, they never really threw at him uh, a couple of years ago. Cause they had Kevin King on the other side and Kevin King was always right. the guy that they would attack in that green Bay secondary. So now, uh, Alexander, I think has a little bit of help back there with, uh, with, uh, Stokes on the other side, uh, Amos and Savage are the safety. So, uh, you know. Alexander would be a guy that uh, I would certainly look at. Now, you are a huge college football guy. Not that you're not a huge NFL guy, too, but a huge college football guy. And I look over at the defensive rookie of the year, and here we go, right at the top. Who's up there? The big guy. Edge rushers. Oh, yeah, all over the place. And Hutchinson, Thibodeau, Walker. So there's some big names here. Aiden Hutchinson, plus 550. Thibodeau, plus 550. Trayvon Walker, 750. Quay Walker, 800 with Kyle Hamilton. So... Sauce Gardner at 10 to one, huh? So we look here and I think the most NFL ready player is who Aiden Hutchinson, right? So would, would you agree or disagree? Let's, let's start there. Wes, would you agree or disagree with that? Yeah. You know, I buy into it. Obviously okay. it comes in, you know, established, uh, they didn't draft him. Look, they drafted Trayvon Walker. Jacksonville did. And I think they did that on potential and not necessarily production. Aiden Hutchinson, has the proven production. Him and uh, Ajabo, by the way, who uh, went in the second round due to that Achilles injury to the Baltimore Ravens, they had 25 of Michigan's 34 sacks last year. So this is a guy that you would expect is going to produce right away. Walker is maybe more of a long-term guy, I think, but I certainly think that he should be a little bit higher than plus 750 because you just haven't necessarily seen the production out of this guy. So that would be one that I would absolutely uh, go away from. Thibodeau Hutchinson, probably the rightful favorites at the top at plus. Jermaine Johnson, even worth a shot with the Jets? Could yeah. be. I, I think if I were going, uh, a couple guys that I do really like that maybe not be on that first page of the leaderboard, George Karloftis at 16-1, to 1, the kid out of Purdue who is going to uh, Kansas City. He is a three-down defensive end. He's not just a third-down edge rusher, and that's something that the Kansas City Chiefs need. I still think they need a little bit more in addition to Karloftis and Clark. Uh, you know, uh, he, he got stronger as as the season went on. Uh, I think this guy's going to get a lot of sacks. Steve Spagnolo obviously has a very good history with pass rushers. Remember when he was with the New York Giants? They had a couple good ones named Strahan and oh, Justin yeah. Tuck and uh, <laughs> Matthias Kiwanuka. So a lot of attention. You're going to see Chris Jones get a lot of double teams up front. So Karloftis might be a guy that could benefit. All right. So here's the deal. We're going to switch things up to baseball. We'll get back to the division odds again. We got some games going on right now. So we can check out the live baseball board. And the last time I checked, there was a no hitter going on and that no hitter is over. Uh, Alex Wood had a no hitter through six innings. So at least we didn't, because we didn't mention it, we didn't mush it because that, you know, I don't like to mention no, no's until after the six. Oh, yeah, again with the witchcraft. Come, come on. Wes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you've done this long enough, you do get superstitious about certain I've things. been doing this forever. You know what happened? I stopped being superstitious. I used to be superstitious, and it wasn't working for me. And then I stopped being superstitious, <laughs> and it still isn't working for me. So why go back to being superstitious if it wasn't working for me? You know Patrick Wisdom, by the way, with the two-run shot uh, mm-hmm. goes ahead. Ian Happ broke up the no-hitter. Wisdom with the two-run shot. Four to two here in the top of the seventh. I believe Wood is about to take exactly. 
Otani Sons out six innings, eight hits, two runs, 11 Ks, no walks. He did it again. He went over his K prop at eight and a half. Two nothing Texas over the Angels. Let's come back. We're going to look at some ALNL pennant odds as well. Yankees, Astros, Blue Jays up there in the AL. Of course, in the NL, Dodgers, Mets, and Braves. His name is Wes Reynolds. My name is Holden Cushman. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Take the VEASAN experts with you anytime, anywhere with our full lineup of sports betting podcasts. Visit VEASAN.com slash podcasts to listen to every show on Daily Best Bets with Follow the Money, The Lombardi Line, A Numbers Game, and My Guys in the Desert. Plus, get insights and analysis, get insights and analysis, get insights and analysis, get insights. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.